0: to Menopause Morph, your time to change. We're here to help you thrive through your menopause, bringing you experts in many fields to help you from perimenopause to menopause and beyond to become the strong, vibrant woman nature intended you to be. Hosted by Pauline McCarthy of the Pearls of Pauline, Pearls of Wisdom, Compassion, and Joy.
1: Hello, welcome to this week's Menopause Morph. Today we have lovely Serena Pellarolo, PhD. She is a board-certified holistic health coach, international author and speaker, radio host and blogger. With 30 years' experience in self-development, health and wellness, Serena believes in a holistic and empowered approach to menopause through self-awareness, emotional, mental and physical detoxing. As a midlife midwife, she supports midlife women to manage their symptoms naturally and rebirth into a vibrant second half of their lives. Dr. Pellerolo's simple approach to living a healthy lifestyle is to go back to the basics. A personalized, nutrient-rich diet, energizing physical movement and a meaningful spiritual practice. As a raw food educator and detox expert, she has been conducting seasonal community cleanses for over five years. Serena models for her clients how to courageously step center stage by unleashing their unique personal power. Creative self-expression and overall well-being. Serena is professor emerita of Spanish and Latin American cultural studies. She has authored and published numerous articles and two books on Latin American performance and gender studies, A Globalization and New Social Movements. She is co-author of Success in Beauty: The Secrets to Effortless Fulfillment and Happiness, published two thousand and fourteen, and Menopause Mavens: Master the Mystery of Menopause. 2015, and her forthcoming Recover Your Juiciness, a 30-day DIY guide for an empowered and healthy menopause, will be out in spring 2016 by Flower of Life Press. So, Welcome, Serena.
0: Lovely to have Thank you here. Thank you so much. Thank <laughs> you so much, Feline, for having
1: me. I'm very honored to be in your, in your show. So I'm really curious about your journey. You know, you've had such an amazing background from what I've been reading here. You tell us a little bit about your journey. Why you got into helping women with menopause specifically?
0: Yes, I come from a history of eating disorders. I emigrated into the United States from Argentina. I was born in Buenos Aires, and I came. I went to Los Angeles to pursue a PhD program, which I completed in 1994, and have since then until last December in 2014. I was a professor, a university professor. In 2010, when I turned 55, I decided that I wanted to pursue my love for holistic health because I had been working a lot on myself and other people. And so I decided to retire from my position as a professor. And I became certified as a holistic health coach. So, for five years, I was semi retired from my position as a professor and I started my practice. And then I finally retired. I fully retired in 2014, December. And I'm doing this my coaching practice full time now. And what I use mostly with my clients is food as medicine and detoxifications because I feel that when we are. At a place where we want to transform and change how we're feeling and our health, the best thing is to start out releasing what doesn't work anymore. And I find that cleanses and detoxifications, the physical detoxification, help us in domino effect. It goes into other areas of our lives, like emotions and mental toxins and
1: spiritual toxins. So that's what works the best in my experience. Yeah. Did you have a difficult menopause, or did you have like girlfriends who had difficult menopauses? I'm I did. just wondering what made you help menopausal women?:
0: <laughs> Yeah, well, I was very busy when I started perimenopause and when when I was around forty five I was a single mom of two girls, and I was climbing the academic ladder as a professor and a scholar, so I did have night sweats and I did have hot flashes, but that didn't they were not debilitating or anything like that. So I, I just barged through menopause. And then after I finished uh, with my menses and I got into post-menopause, I started gaining a lot of weight. So I would say that that was the only thing that really the most remarkable symptom in my menopause years And when I started as a health coach, I started working with younger people because I was a professor then. And and so I had a lot of fun with younger people. But then slowly I realized that I had so much to offer and so much in hindsight, so much of what I had been able to do to recover my own health that I focused, targeted my, my practice towards menopausal women. So I've been doing that with midlife women for three years now.
1: Right. And you, you have a really interesting term that you use, calling yourself a midlife midwife. Could you explain yeah. a bit about that? Yes, I see
0: myself as someone who really is supporting women to go through those blocks of menopause that sometimes are symptoms, sometimes are emotional blocks, to help them rebirth I start anew in the second half of their lives. And I had a very interesting dream when I was in perimenopause around 45, where I saw myself laying on the floor giving birth. And when I watched, when I saw more attentively, I saw that I was giving birth to myself. Wow. <laughs> I, it was very interesting. So that gave me the idea of being a midlife
1: midwife. People like it. It's, it's, it's a very, very nice term. <laughs> <laughs> and so when we were speaking before we started the interview you, were, you you had a very interesting metaphor about but what how menopause is, you know, could you tell us about that? Yes.
0: I see women complain a lot about those hot flashes and night sweats and the irritation and the dryness irritability. And I was very interested when I read Joan Borisenko's book uh, about the women's cycles of life, where she gives an explanation of what menopause was. And it enlightened me, and I have taken it as my own now. But I give credit to Joan Borisenko because she said it first, which menopause is metaphorically, it's a portal of purification by fire. So all that Heating up of the body is a way of metaphorically, symbolically melting away, purifying all those things that don't serve us anymore in midlife. Because something that is very clear at midlife is that it is a time, it's an opportunity, as any other transition, but mostly at midlife, because we have lived half of our life, letting go of things that don't serve, like negative beliefs habits that don't support us, environments that are not helpful for our growth and thriving, even relationships that don't serve us anymore. So as an alchemic process, that heating up is a way of releasing what doesn't work anymore so that we we are clear and clean and empowered to live our second half of our lives in our own terms, in a more authentic way.
1: Yeah, I like that child by fire. <laughs> <laughs> when it was happening to me, it's now beginning to get a little bit less. I was thinking, oh, what purpose does this serve? This hot, oh, stickiness, you know. So now I'm going to have a different viewpoint to look at it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I think that reframing it in that way, we become more empowered. Because what I have seen recently with women, at least in the U.S., women who are in their mid-40s and they're entering perimenopause, is that there's such a barrage of information that they are totally confused they feel confused and disempowered with all that barrage of information that addresses mainly the physical part of menopause. So to me, it's very important to remember that there's a metaphysical, a spiritual meaning for menopause that is new. Because Dr. Christian Northrup, which is my guru as a menopause doctor, she mentions that until several generations, women died in their 40s. So it's new that we are going to live, I don't know, 40 years more, 50 years more. And so we are learning how to release the old in order to become the new self and be of service during that second half of our lives. And if we reframe menopause like that, I think that it will be more empowering for women and they will see their symptoms in context.
1: It's a much better outlook than just to think, oh, my ovaries are shriveling up. I'm just going to become an old crow and an old granny. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But a lot of what you're helping people with is food and you use food as a medicine. So could you tell us more about that? How food as a medicine can help women through their menopausal journey?
0: Yes. And although I do see menopause in that metaphysical and spiritual way, I totally understand that the first thing we need to address is our body symptoms, because those are physical symptoms that we feel. And I am very convinced that using food as medicine, the real fuel that our body needs, which is very simple. I I have a, I use a plant-based diet, but I'm not dogmatic about that. I do understand that some people need meat and animal uh, products, but mostly using plants that will give us back a very balanced and more alkaline type of a body that will stay more in health and not in disease so i use a lot food as medicine and it has changed completely many of the symptoms that women Bring, for example, uh, using green juices and green smoothies is a way of cooling down our bodies when it gets so hot. And it is a way of hydrating ourselves because many times we become very dry. So that would be the, the most important things that I use. I understand I, I like very much raw food because it has all the nutrients and the enzymes that our bodies need to be vibrant. But I understand that many people have issues with raw food. So I always advocate for for those green juices and green smoothies that will help our body to start to crave the real supportive food instead of the more processed and more artificial
1: type of food. Mm. One of my biggest symptoms is um, memory loss. I have to remember what that was. <laughs> yes. And is there yes. anything specific that... I... <laughs> Is there anything specific that I, and other menopausal women who are having memory loss, anything specific that they could eat that could help them with their memory? Yes, nuts. Okay, so you're calling them nuts, are you? <laughs> walnuts. Because walnuts. if you see the
0: walnut, it has the same uh, shape as the brain. Yes. And many times some plants have the shape of the organs that they work on. And walnuts are what help for memory and would
1: that be would pecans work as well then or just walnuts probably
0: yes because they also
1: have a similar yes okay so i know what i'm going out to buy tomorrow then (laughs) (laughs) lovely and do you have any other proven ways of supporting women in menopause like so that they can have the most fulfilling experience in the second half of their life?
0: Yes, it's more or less what we're doing now and what you do with your podcast and all your work, bringing together women who are in menopause. I think that the time of the lone wolf is over and we need to go back to what, what, what our ancestors used to do, the women who come together around the kitchen or the hearth or the fire. Uh, we need to come together as women and talk about this we have been very isolated and suffering right. on alone we need to start getting together in circles of women sharing what's happening with us sharing our stories and supporting each other in that way and many times there is a need for individual support and that's where People who have gone through menopause and who have worked with women with menopause come in. So I think that support is the, the, the most important thing that will help women traverse this portal empowered and supported.
1: Exactly. I think people over like our mother's generation, it was such a taboo subject that they never talked about it, even to their best friends. They just like suffered in silence. My mother never mentioned a word about it ever. It's like, oh, you know, but I think now that um, especially there are a lot of film stars and actresses are coming out and saying, oh, I have menopause. And it's like, oh, and it's coming out of the yeah. closet, which I'm really, really happy about. This was like my goal when I started The Pearls of Pauline in 2011 there was almost nothing online about this. And now it's like, yes. I think women of our age are coming to say, enough of this crap. You know, like, we we matter and we will get things done. As I mentioned to you earlier, I'm going to be holding this retreat in Iceland. It's going to be from 16th to 23rd of April, 2016. Okay. I have to put that in there because maybe somebody will be listening to this, you know, in, in a few years' time and they'll be saying, oh, I want to go. And it's like, not the yes, right year, you know. But hopefully this will go really well and we'll have several every year. And then in that, it will be just menopausal women and we'll be doing all activities together and helping and supporting each other and hopefully making a group that will support each other for many years right through this time definitely it's something that we have to be sisters together and help each other with yeah
0: And we bring so much experience and knowledge at this time in our lives that we can help other women that are coming to this age and also be of service because now we're done with our career. We're done with raising children. We are here of service to create a new world, a better world. So we need to be empowered for that and real and recognize, reclaim that power that many times we give away to experts or the media, whoever it's we know what to do with our
1: body if we reconnect with it that's totally true you have written several books and you have a, you do a coaching program so how can yes. people how can people get in contact with you
0: yeah they can they can go into my website which is www.mynamecirenalolado.com and that's S-I-R-E-N-A-P-E.
1: L-L-A-R-O-L-O dot com. Sirena Pilarolo dot com. I'm going to put that up in the podcast notes so people can see that clearly. And if they want to buy your books, where can they buy their books? They can buy my book
0: online in my website. And if they would like to know more about what I do and if I have a free gift in my website, which is a free video series of recipes for these green juices, which is the way to jumpstart a healthy habit. So you, you could get those videos and you would be put into my mailing list. So you will be receiving information about
1: my events or what I'm doing or blog posts. And do you hold events? You're, you're based in, in Mexico just now, yes? Yes, I'm in the north of Mexico. North of Mexico. And do you hold events in the United States of America? very close to the border. Okay. I would really love to come to one of your events.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I, I hold uh, women's circles and I do workshops on detoxification and teaching people how to do these uh, recipes, green juices and green smoothies. And of course, I do uh, individual coaching and group coaching too. mm
1: mm-hmm. I have just one last question. If our listeners start to feel a drain in their energy, uh, you know, and they're going brain fog or whatever, what kind of advice would you give to them? Well, I would have to have
0: a preliminary consultation to learn more about their health and be able to assess what is going on, but. I would say that always look at their diet because the the function of our body that uses most energy is our digestion. So if you are having issues with your digestion and you're eating food that's really difficult to digest, like very processed food or fried food or too much alcohol, too much coffee, start going into those green juices because that will jumpstart start. A new way of craving, your body are going to, is going to start craving the more healthy food. Mm-hmm. So usually um, that's what it is. And what kind
1: of things would you put in your green, green juice? <sighs>
0: Okay, I usually, I put uh, some kinds of fruit, like half a banana. For, this is for the smoothie. Half a banana, a little bit of pineapple, kale, ginger. And then I put some superfoods that would be maca. Many times women have symptoms. Maca helps with the symptoms and also energizes. I would use raw chocolate, green superfoods, uh, spirulina, chlorella, something like that. Uh, vitamin C. And I usually do ferment my coconut water so that my
1: smoothie tastes like uh, yogurt. And at the same time I'm getting probiotics That was something I wanted to ask you about Was probiotics Because recently I've been reading a lot of things about That the immune system is really based in the gut And when we take antibiotics It kills off the good bacteria as well as the bad ones And then a lot of problems come because of that That we don't have the good bacteria in us And even I was reading that it doesn't just help Just to pop a pill, a probiotic pill But there are better ways to do it How would you recommend our listeners for that?
0: That's a really good question. Fermented food is very important. And if you look at the diets of different cultures, they always have some kind of fermented food because that's a way of putting the good bacteria into the gut. So as I said, I ferment the coconut water and there's a... There's a kefir to, to get coconut. with. And how would
1: you ferment coconut water?
0: Oh, there's a kefir that I get through body ecology. Donna Gates, she's very much into fermentation. So I, I order it online and I get the kefir. So I put it in, into the coconut water and it, it ferments over time in a couple of days. You can also make kombucha. I, I have issues with kombucha because it has too much sugar. You can also ferment vegetables like cabbage to make
1: uh, sauerkraut
0: yes, Uh, or any other types of vegetables
1: Uh, like kimchi Mm -hmm.
0: kimchi you can ferment fruits so all that fermented food Mm -hmm. goes directly as really good bacteria into our gut so every day you can have a little fermented food that really helps with digestion
1: i i have often a lot problem with gas you know coming in the wrong places and would fermented food make that worse or would it make it better (laughs)
0: Well, it will make it worse at the beginning because it will start breaking everything up that you have not released. I would suggest what really works is an enemas or colonics. You really go into a colon hydrotherapist.
1: I don't know if they have them in Iceland. I'm sure they do. I don't know. I'll have to... (laughs) You see, in Iceland, we only have 330,000 people. Oh. People are shocked when they hear that they went... Uh, what and, and they say, no, you mean in your city? I says, no, no, in the whole country, 330,000 oh people. <laughs> well, just go
0: back to the what, what our ancestors used to do, which is enemas. Enemas are really good to release all that stuff that has not been released and is causing all that gas and bloating and all that. I think it's very
1: important to help our system to move. It's really, really important. And I've seen some of your pictures online with your sexy slinky dresses and you're very fit. <laughs> and so do you do? Do you have an exercise program as well? Do you do? Yes, I I
0: do yoga every day and I swim as much as I can. I'm a siren, a siren. So I love the ocean and I love to swim and I love to dance. I do ecstatic dance. So I, my energy flows in a more free way. I don't like. I don't like choreographed dancing. Yeah. Just allow energy to move me. Gosh. And I would love to do cabaret with you too.
1: <laughs> that would be fun. I was reading one of Christine Northrop's books and she was saying that she, she went to learn tango.
0: Yes, yes, she loves that. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, as a scholar, that's what I worked on tango because it's part of my culture. So I have my second book, which is about women and tango in the nineteen twenties in Argentina, Ooh, nice. and I learned about their empowerment, and that's why I like to empower women when I do my
1: coaching. It's very important. I think now is the time when we want to empower menopausal women. Yes, <laughs> it's our totally. time. Our, our time to come out of the closet and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Yes. So Serena has been really wonderful interviewing you today listening to all your words of wisdom and if anybody would like to contact Serena her email is info at Serena Pellarolo. so S-I-R-E-N-A-P-E-L-L-A-R-O-L-O dot com I'll put that in the notes so people can find that and as I was mentioning earlier our big news of, of the year is our upcoming Menopause Morph Iceland Retreat You will be able to get more information about that on our website, menopausemorph.com. And also, as usual, we're not giving out medical advice. If you want medical advice, go to your doctor. Okay. Until then, we will see you all next week. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Menopause Morph, your time to change. If you've enjoyed the program, be sure to subscribe to the next one and please leave a rating and review on iTunes to help us spread the message about thriving through the menopause. To get a free ebook, more menopausal resources, and to connect with Pauline, please visit www.menopausemorph.com.